Okay, welcome to the Gateway House podcast. I'm Anton Bridge, a website intern at Gateway House, and I'm here today with Samir Patil, a fellow for National Security, Ethnic Conflict and Terrorism Studies here at Gateway House. We're going to be discussing the visit by the Indian Defence Minister Manohar Parikar to the US this week, uh, and in particular the Logistics Exchange Memorandum of Agreement, a defence pact facilitating logistical support between the two militaries that was finalised on Monday the 29th of August 2016. So Samir, what does the new agreement entail? Why is it considered so significant and how does it differ from pre-existing arrangements? Uh, So the agreement which has been signed is basically an arrangement between India and the United States to uh, provide their bases, fuel and other kinds of logistical services on a reciprocal basis to each other's fighter jets and uh, naval warships. Now this this agreement is a variation of the agreement that the United States has with many of its NATO allies. The agreement is called as the Acquisition and Cross-Servicing Agreement. So it's a variation of that agreement whereby you know certain kind of obligations come in terms of logistical supplies to the uh, f- fighter jets and the warships. Uh, this particular agreement is part of the trinity of agreements that the US has with any of its military allies. And the signing of this particular agreement will now enable India and United States to proceed ahead on the rest of the two agreements. The CISMOA, which is basically for the interoperability between the US and the Indian forces, and the Basic Exchange Cooperation Agreement, which is for exchanging the geospatial information. So in that sense, the signing of this particular agreement is pretty important. Okay, but um, when the US military were allowed to refuel at Mumbai airport during the Gulf War in 1991, there was a major uproar among many of the people in the city. Um, are there fears that a s- sort of similar discontent may arise? And how does the agreement impact Indian non-alignment? Uh- the agreement's proposal for this particular agreement, the proposal came like 10 years back since when India signed the Defence Framework Cooperation Agreement with the United States. And since then, India has been prevaricating whether to sign the agreement or not. And one of the concerns that it had was that it didn't, didn't want to get involved in any of the conflicts that the US initiates, whether in West Asia or in Southeast Asia, maybe on the South China Sea issue and all that. So now in that sense, you know, uh, that, that India has signed the agreement and then now there is a distinction which has been made that this agreement will be applicable only for the peaceful times and not during the conflict situations. So that takes care of the domestic uh, concerns which were there, which as you mentioned arose in 1991 when India provided the refueling facilities uh, for the US fighter jets in the Persian Gulf War. Uh, In terms of the Indian non-alignment, I think, you know, for the last many years, India has been practicing what is called as a strategic autonomy, which is that maintaining equal uh, distance uh, distance between all the major powers, but at the same time engaging with with these powers on all the major issues. So in that sense, I think uh, uh, I mean, the, the concept of non-alignment has now been transformed into what is called as the strategic autonomy, and that will be the defining feature of the Indian foreign policy in the years to come. Okay, well in that case, what does this mean for Indo-US relations more generally? Does the agreement really signify a major shift at this point, or should it be understood as part of a longer trend? As I mentioned, you know, that since the time the India and United States have signed the uh, Defence Framework Cooperation Agreement in 2005, which they then renewed in uh, last year, it's a natural evolution of the defence ties between India and the United States. Now, there's a strategic convergence of both the, uh, between both the sides on various issues, including terrorism and uh, other sorts of issues. So in that sense, I will say that this, that this is an important landmark, but it's a natural evolution of that defence relationship. And the other aspect is the defence trade, which has also blossomed in the last 10 years. 
the figure which has been uh, always cited is 10 billion dollars of defense trade happening between india and united states uh, now i'm sure that the trade has gone beyond those 10 billion because india has uh, ordered a couple of other military hardware from the united states parikar was also going to visit the chinook helicopter facility that india has ordered from the united states as part of the military hardware uh, under the foreign military sales and the other aspect is that uh, parikar also visited the cyber command of the us army now india us cyber security cooperation is another area of uh, convergence between the two sides and in the last 5 6 years you know both the the the, the computer emergency response teams the certs and the national chapters of uh, the, both the countries have been interacting uh, sharing their assessments in terms of the cyber threats and also the fact that that the us china cyber espionage agreement which has been signed the indian policymakers are also paying a key attention to that because india itself has been a victim of the chinese uh, sponsored uh, cyber attacks so they are keep, keeping a key close tab on that and they are also engaging with the united states on the cyber security issues but it's also the thing that we have to remember that you know that uh, that the talk that has been generally going around is that, that that when will india become a military ally of the united states i think that will be uh, that will not happen because india has rea- because a the alliance politics itself is undergoing transformation and the fact that you know that india also doesn't want to be india has seen the the kind of uh, Uh, the kind of situation that it is getting into when it signed uh, the Indo-Soviet Friendship Treaty during the Cold War. So India has seen what, what the alliance politics entails. So therefore, it doesn't want to get into dragged into those kind of uh, things. So India will maintain a distance from the United States on uh, uh, some of the other issues. So the India will not become military ally. So you're suggesting that it will be more sort of a continuation along very similar lines, but no formal alliance between the United States and India uh, in the coming years. Yes. Um, but perhaps also very importantly i mean what are the likely responses from elsewhere in particular how are china and pakistan doing this even without the formal alliance it may still uh, raise concerns in each of those places so in case of pakistan i think you know that the 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 this was has been very standard because primarily the the kind of counter terrorism cooperation which india and united states have evolved since the 2008 mumbai attacks that has raised really hackles in uh, islamabad because you know there have been uh, kind of joint statements which are hitting out at pakistan saying that you know, that pakistan should stop giving sanctuary uh, to the extremist groups and it should not allow its territory being used for the anti india activities so pakistan is obviously rankled by that uh, we with regard to beijing i think beijing is more concerned in terms of its maritime strategy because looking at the south china sea and the freedom of navigation which india has been talking about in the last 2 uh, 3 years with regard to united states as well as uh, in case of japan so that has really uh, raised concerns in beijing and in fact uh, some of the state sponsored uh, uh, chinese newspapers have gone to the extent to say that you know that india should avoid becoming a vassal state of the united states and it, it, india should realize that it is a great power and it doesn't it should not get into involved it should not get involved in this kind of uh, uh, geopolitical uh, issues okay well that concludes the session thank you very much for listening stay tuned for more gateway house podcasts and follow us on social media mm-hmm.